and welcome to the Be Real, Get Real podcast. I am your host, Nancy Matthews, one of the founders of Women's Prosperity Network, and it is our pleasure to bring you real stories of real women who are making a difference in their own lives, in their families, in their communities, and in the world. And today I get to bring you Dr. Heather Tucker. Good morning. Good morning, Nancy. So happy to be here with you today. Me too, me too. I, I always love speaking with you. She's also one of our chapter leaders uh, in the Virginia area or Virginia Beach. Is that where it is? Um, Tidewater, so it includes Virginia Beach and the Eastern Shore. Okay, and you know what? Does it really matter? Because we're all meeting globally and virtually anyway. So wherever it is, reach out to Dr. Heather, tap into Women's Prosperity Network. And I'm really grateful for the conversation we're going to have today because what you've been through, what you've overcome, uh, is, is something that many people go through. There are different names, challenges, circumstances that trigger all these things. And, and you are such a beacon of light for emotional wellness, regardless of what you've been through and come through. It's about coming through, right? Whatever those yes. circumstances are. So today's conversation is going to be about from insignificant to sought after, how to reclaim your peace and prosperity after trauma. And Dr. Heather, let me give you a little bit about her background. She's the founder and CEO of Another Level Living, which is a professional training and coaching company. She is a master life harmony coach, speaker, and trainer. Her mission is to guide business leaders to achieving their work-life harmony, which is much better than balance, in my opinion. We can talk about that. <laughs> um, work-life harmony, which creates optimal prosperity and ab abundance. She uses easy strategies to support her clients in stressing less, increasing energy, and strengthening their relationships. You can learn more about her at anotherleveliving.com. And welcome, Dr. Heather. Thank you. Welcome. Oh, I appreciate it. It's so good to be here. I'm excited about this topic and supporting women, hopefully through my story of from of go, having that feeling of insignificant, not valued, not loved, not appreciated, mm -hmm. to knowing that you're amazing and incredible and really feeling that fearful and wonderfully made and just allowing all of the external world to reflect that. When you change the way you look at things, it totally changes everything. When you change the way you look at things, it totally changes everything. And I know that to be true, and I agree with that. And I also know that when you're in the thick of the yuck, you don't believe that. So share a little bit about your story, how you've discovered this shift in perspective, which is one of the many ways that you serve people. So tell a little bit about your background and your story. Absolutely. And um, so it really, one of the things I want to kind of preface this was that feeling of insignificance, that feeling of not being important, even with all of the accolades that I accomplished in academia and papers and journals, um, whereas the society could see that, um, oh, Heather is amazing, then, but I felt so small. Right, you looked, good on, you looked good on paper. Looked good on paper, exactly. And um, I remember that that was my motivation to be successful in, um, in school. Like my parents would tell me, 
that it is the one thing that no one can ever take away from you is what you know. And that's why it's important to know as, and learn as much as you can. So a, a background for me, uh, trauma has been a big part of my life really since um, I was a little girl. There were several significant emotional events that I had to be able to overcome. And one of them I'll share was that my grandfather, he was murdered when, he, when I was five years old. He was, the only, at that time, the only entrepreneur that I know. He was the most successful Black man where I lived. And all of a sudden, he was gone just like that. And if we think about what's happening right now in, in Black Lives Matter, it was exactly the same thing. Because from my perspective, and we're in a small town, it's not hard to figure out who it was, but there was no desire or care to even find out what happened and why it happened. And when that happened, it was something in my mind told me, don't put yourself out there because something could happen to you. Now, and pause for a second, because I think this is a big part of how our traumas impact us all throughout our lives. So here you are, five years old, this man that you loved and revered and respected gets murdered. I'm sure you heard in your family, there was no justice about what happened. And the decision, it sounds like, the decision you made that day was if I put myself out there, I could get killed too. Mm -hmm. And so when these traumas happen to us, so then you make a decision, I'm gonna play small. How different is life playing, being, you know, unafraid and large and fulfilling your purpose then as a five-year-old making a decision, oh, I better stay small. Yeah, so continue. Well, and you're exactly right, Nancy, because that perpetuated throughout my entire life. There's another thing that you told me about, we talked about sharing our scars and not our scabs. Another scar that is totally healed was that I was molested when I was a child. And that totally triggered um, a repercussion in health, in relationships, in my career. And it was like expanded that um, I'm not good enough, I'm not valued or what is going on. Even like my weight gain was the result of making myself unattractive as possible. Mm -hmm. So therefore I wouldn't be seen or I wouldn't be heard. And it's interesting how entrepreneurship is not a job it's a journey right and so i found myself at 27 years old with my phd living my quote unquote dream job working for the government and still felt like something wasn't right it was so much pressure so much stress from even things that were happening currently but also things that happened before that i never really resolved mm -hmm. and so it was the day that Trayvon Martin's um, killer, George Zimmerman, got let off. I had just successfully completed a really amazing project of work. I was the lead of it. It was, it was an awesome day. And then that, that verdict of him being not guilty changed the trajectory of everything. When I went into work the next day, and I'm looking around the room because I'm the only one that looks like me there, I'm the, there's probably a couple of females, everyone else is Caucasian, and they were going on like it was okay, or not like it was okay, it just wasn't in their awareness, and I get that. 
And I realized, you know what? That's, there's more. I have to do more. There, this is not where I'm supposed to be. I don't know where I'm supposed to be or what I'm supposed to do, but I can no longer live in this cushy job where my people are dying for no reason because he was the same age as my nephew. Wow. So, so and again, no justice. Right. right. No justice, no peace. Yes. And then I was like, what is the purpose of success if I have no one to share it with? I was, a, I guess, seven years ago, single, career professional, horrible with relationships. And then I meet my husband. And my husband is a Purple Heart Marine Corps veteran. He did two tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. And he um, has PTS, post-traumatic stress. Uh, and that's when all of the, that's when I want to say stuff hit the fan. Meaning that I realized, like, so in that job, I felt unvalued, unappreciated, like it, the, the whole military mode is to tear down in order to build up. And I'm like, there's no desire to be, continue to be torn down. I'm ready to figure out how to build myself up. So I get in this marriage. It's a beautiful family. We have two kids. And when I was pregnant with my daughter, I'll fast forward a couple, um, like really two years ago. Um, I was, business was successful. It was awesome. I was traveling the East coast, teaching and certifying life coaches. I certified about 300 coaches that year. And, you and I wrote a couple fourth to Hawaii and, Florida and California. You were, you were all over like living, yes. the, living your new dream, right? Yes. However, the house was not a peaceful home. Mm -hmm. The house was very chaotic. There was triggers from even being like, I suffered from prenatal depression, postpartum depression. And I recognized that I was having these same feelings of not valued, not loved, not supported, not appreciated, not feeling safe because my husband could be okay one moment. And then if there's a trigger, it would just spiral and out of control. And it was, and then I suffered from prenatal postpartum depression. But what was interesting is during that time while I was pregnant, I said, okay, this cannot continue on. I do not want to have my daughter um, have these feelings and emotions. So I'm going to try my best to make it as peace and po as possible and go back and get the clarity that I need to what was really going on. And I found and discovered all those linkages that I told you about. And I went from asking why me to shifting into why not me mm. to shifting into Oops, I think we might be frozen in between my ears. Say that again. We had a glitch in the transmission. So okay. from why, why me to why not me and then Yes. So from why me to why not me, um, it was because I realized that it wasn't necessarily everyone around me. Like we can't control how people are, but we can control how we respond. So all of the problems were happening right here in between my ears. Mm -hmm. It was my mindset. It was my perception of regardless of what people may say or do, what am I taking in? What am I believing for myself? I talked about becoming the, um, I became the eye of the hurricane. And the eye of the hurricane is the most peaceful part of the hurricane. 
And what happened was slowly that hurricane dissipated. We have um, a 5% chance of success in my marriage. And we went from chaos to beauty mm-hmm. and peace and communication and connection. Who are you? It's all, everything starts here. So what I'm hearing is you didn't, when you recognized something needed to change, you didn't say, oh, I better help my husband change. Which is a lot of times what we do is we look at the circumstances and the people around us. Well, this person's not behaving well, and this is not going well, and this isn't happening. So we try to change all of those things. And I believe, if I'm hearing you correctly, all that does is perpetuate the chaos and the resistance because they don't want people don't want to change you know so when you started with you the hurricane dissipated as you said exactly powerful yes powerful thank you um talk to me about hawaii you have an affinity with hawaii don't you I do very much. <laughs> I've been to Hawaii uh, at least about maybe six or seven times now. And we're going back again next year. I've never been. It's on my list. I am going next year. Yes. Yes. Come with me. Come with me. My desire is to bring a whole bunch of ladies there because it is to me another home. Like there's more to that word of aloha mm-hmm. than just love. It means trust. It means connection. It means the light it means patient perseverance on the path because a lot of times we want things now 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 and like like for me i want this whole situation to change now 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 but what it teaches you is to become the change Mm -hmm. and i go out there to learn huna which is uh um an energy healing technique that also connects with every single things that all the stuff that I believe in. So it does not conflict with my faith of Christianity, Jesus and I are like that. And it really is about becoming transformed. So as a matter of fact, the last time I was out there or maybe two times, two times ago, I had a dream and the dream we were living in Florida at the time. So it was interesting because there was a lot of chaos going on within Florida So it's hard sometimes to control the internal when you have a lot of stuff going on externally. And the dream that I had was a U-Haul and on the back of the U-Haul was my truck and it was like flying off. It was was telling me to return home, return back to my home, which I call the Hawaii of the East (laughs) on the Eastern Shore. Okay. (laughs) I didn't like it. Right. And I didn't like it growing up. But it was when I returned home that everything became even more clear as to how I needed to resolve or pay more attention to my childhood, pay more attention to my relationships, and and then um, work on myself to be able to transform them. A lot of it comes with forgiveness. So Hawaii, one of the biggest things that I learned that I take with me is that ability to forgive because we're all just doing the best that we can. And it's not even just about forgiving other people. It's also about forgiving us too. Mostly about forgiving us, you know, forgiving us for um, judging, forgiving us for getting angry, forgiving us for forgetting that we can connect to, to God and that energy of love. And, and it takes a conscious decision to choose it. 
Um, wow, you're you're so extraordinary, and I love you. You. Yeah. So um, let's go ahead and share with our audience. I, I just suspect that there's somebody watching this who's in the middle of one of those storms. And rather than be in the eye of the hurricane, they're out here. So what would you suggest for someone to move into becoming that calm? Wow, that's really good. I would suggest first recognize there's a question that I asked myself. Um, and it also comes from a song. I hear it in the song all the time. But it says, are you walking on, recognize, are you walking on water? or are you sinking in sand? Mm -hmm. Meaning like a lot of times we may not know what's going on, but if we have like unwanted behaviors where we're, we're maybe doing so much, there's so much stress, there's so much overwhelm, realize that self-care is not selfish. And then it's up to, a lot of times we're not taught healthy boundaries. We don't even know what they are. But when we start creating healthy boundaries, saying no to the things that don't resonate with us, welcoming the opportunities that are, um, that are going to expand us, then we can be able to change the dynamic of anything. So there was a message that had came because I was so concerned, like you said, with making sure that my husband was okay. I almost lost him a couple of times during this journey. Mm -hmm. And it literally was life or death talking about like, you know, he may not be here. And the message that had came to me about maybe six months ago, that kind of even, ooh, I guess like eight months ago, that helped me rise up was the message of love my husband and move on. Meaning, be that love, be the, the best wife, the, uh, the best mom, the, have, make my home, because home is where the heart is. Home is the foundation from which everything flows. And a lot of times we get so busy trying to distract and run away from the things, but when you face them, it's a really beautiful thing. And so by, uh, by switching that dynamic to, to empowering yourself, you can be able to empower everyone around you. So we get so caught up in, yes, in, in changing everyone else, but, but the, the best way to be able to change the situation is to become the change and recognize that you have the power to do it. And you are amazing. And you're set up in this perfect storm because your test is your testimony. You just got to get to the other side of it. Because when you're walking in the valley of the shadow of death, it does not feel good. Trust me, I've been there. Mm -hmm. But now I'm standing on the mountaintop and I'm supporting so many other women who are all in that valley of the shadow of death too. Letting them know that there is so much more to sharing, just like I'm doing right now. Sharing and expressing your story because there's so many other people who are looking up to you to rise up and support them too. So good. Thank you, Dr. Heather. I you. appreciate you, your honesty, your authenticity, and your commitment. I love what you said about your test as your testimony, and you have taken all of your tests and turned them into testimony of love, faith, and, and coming through whatever it is you're experiencing. So thank you for being a soldier and a warrior for love. You're welcome. Thank you. My pleasure.
welcome. Uh, and for all of our listeners out there, I trust that you enjoyed this episode of the Be Real, Get Real podcast. Be sure to get in touch with Dr. Heather at anotherlevelliving.com. And I'm going to say aloha to my good friend, Dr. Heather. Aloha always. And aloha to all of you. Until next time, be real, get real, and you'll achieve real results. Have a great day, everybody. Bye, Dr. Heather. Bye.